Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey everyone, Craig Baird here. Before I begin today's story, I want to take a moment and ask that you check me out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. There are several tiers with great benefits, from ad-free content to t-shirts and other cool stuff. And if you're a fan of Canadian History X, make sure you check out my other shows, From John to Justin and Canada, A Yearly Journey. And don't forget, you can also donate directly to the show at www.canadaehx.com. It helps keep this show going. Alright, on with the show. If you grew up in the 1980s and 1990s, there's a good chance you heard this song while watching your morning cartoons. If you ask any girl from the parish around What pleases her most from her head to her toes She'll say I'm not sure that it's business of yours But I do like to waltz with the log driver The log driver's waltz is an important part of Canada's cultural legacy that shares space in our nostalgia as much as the house hippo or the hockey sweater. Written by Wade Hemsworth and sung by Kate and Anna McGarrigal, it celebrates log driving, which is when felled timbers travel down rivers to sawmills for processing. Floating logs down rivers was perfect, because they moved quickly at no cost. To ensure the logs made the journey, workers walked on them as they floated down the river and kept them moving. Sometimes called bubble walkers or bubble treaders, log drivers played an integral role in the lumber industry for decades. The song romanticizes working as a log driver, which wasn't easy. Up from sunrise to sunset, log drivers worked in difficult conditions and slept in dirty and overcrowded bunkhouses for five to seven months at a time as they worked in the bush, far from their families. It was also dangerous. One misstep meant falling into a raging river with the real possibility of being trapped under the logs and being scraped on the rocky bottom. On the river, crews were divided into two groups. The experienced and nimbler log drivers were part of the jam crew, and their name states they watched for spots where logs were likely to jam. If the logs piled up, the men balanced their way over floating logs and dislodged them. Failure to clear jams would create partial dams, which would cause water levels to rise. If enough lumber backed up, it could take weeks to break up. Less experienced crew members brought up the rear, and push straggler logs that would get stuck on the banks. For those unfortunate workers, it meant spending more time standing in water than dancing on logs. Each crew also had a boss, selected for their ability in controlling the reckless men who were attracted to the job. The ideal river was straight and uniform with sharp banks. To approximate these conditions, loggers would alter the water's flow by blowing up rocks and building up the banks. And all this brings us to Wade Hemsworth who worked in logging camps in the 1940s and 1950s and saw the skills needed to be a log driver firsthand. Hemsworth was impressed by their strength and agility and noticed how their movements resembled dancing. His great-nephew, also named Wade Hemsworth, said, The Log Driver's Waltz is a song about a time in Canadian history when logging and moving logs to the pulp and paper mill was done in a more traditional fashion. The action of burling on logs or standing on them as they turned over and staying upright was a unique skill. Watching them inspired Hemsworth to write The Log Driver's Waltz, which appeared on his first album 
folk songs of the Canadian Northwoods in 1956. The most famous part of the song is the chorus. In it, the word burling, often heard as whirling or twirling, refers to the Scottish word burl, which means to revolve or cause to revolve. While the act of log driving inspired the song, the song itself is about the footwork lumberjacks have on the dance floor, thanks to their experience on the river, and much like milkshakes, those skills bring all the girls to the yard. Hemsworth only wrote 16 songs in his entire career, most of which became Canadian folk classics, but none became as famous as the Log Driver's Waltz. In the early 1960s, he met the folk band Mountain City 4, who were impressed with his music and they released covers of his songs including the Log Driver's Waltz. That band broke up in 1967 and two sisters in the band, Kate and Anna McGarrigal, became a duo and released their first album in 1976. That same year, CBC contacted the National Film Board and asked the organization to create several short films to be used in between programming. The federal government was also behind this, as the venture was hoped to promote national unity. For the next three years, 80 filmmakers from across Canada made films, and one of them was The Log Driver's Waltz. It was released in 1979 as an animated short film directed by John Weldon, with music sung by Anna and Kate. Of all the films released as part of this CBC-NFB initiative, none were as popular as The Log Driver's Waltz, and it remains one of the most requested films in the National Film Board's collection. Hemsworth's great-nephew Wade Hemsworth said, To think that he wrote these songs half a century ago, and that they still are on people's minds, it is something that I know would have pleased him completely. Hemsworth died in 2002, and Governor General Adrian Clarkson said, so much of a part of our folklore and so familiar to us that we didn't realize anyone had written them. Kate and Anna continued to make music for decades after the Log Driver's Waltz. They released 13 albums together, earned the Order of Canada in 1993, and received the Governor General's Performing Arts Award in 2004. Kate died in 2010. But you might have heard of her children. Rufus Wainwright and Martha Wainwright have kept the family's musical legacy alive as has the Log Driver's Waltz, which continues to be beloved by Canadians. In 2017, the Montreal Gazette ranked 150 of the greatest musical moments in Canadian history, and the Log Driver's Waltz ranked 62nd. The Log Driver's Waltz pleases girls completely Burling down and down white water The Log Driver's Waltz pleases girls completely I hope you enjoyed this episode and our look at Canada's piracy history and the Log Driver's Waltz. This show is researched, produced, and written by me, Craig Baird, with the help of Dila Velasquez. Audio production and design by Rosalind Kufor. If this is your first time listening and you like what you heard, please take a moment and give us a five-star review to help other people find these amazing stories. And there are so many for you to sink your teeth into. If you enjoy this podcast, then please check out my other podcasts, From John to Justin, Canada, A Yearly Journey, Pucks and Cups, and Canada's Great War. We love hearing from you, so if you have a show topic you want me to cover, email me at craig at canadaehx.com, or stop by my website and social media. I'll include all of those in my show notes. Until next time, I'm Craig Baird, 
And this is Canadian History X.